0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So the South African uh, Health Products Regulatory Authority, SOPRA, have refuted claims that it has authorized ivermectin for the treatment of Um, COVID-19. The SAPRA says that uh, Sulantra cream, an ivermectin product, uh, has been approved for the treatment of a skin condition not related to COVID-19. It was reported on the SCBC News that uh, SAPRA has in fact approved the use of ivermectin without the Section 21 process. So what really is the situation? Uh, from the the South, we have the CEO of the South African Health Products Regulatory Authority, Dr. Witumelo Semete Makokotela. Good morning to you, Dr. Semete Makokotela. Makokotela. Good.
1: Good morning. Thank you
0: for having me on your show. All right. So, can you just help out clear the confusion here, and I don't know, and also what really is the source of the confusion?
1: Sure. No, thank you. I mean, indeed, we have recently authorized a topical formulation of um, ivermectin, and this is for an inflammatory skin condition. Mm -hmm. And um, this is a product that was submitted to us, um, you know, a while back, pre-COVID, and um, the authorization was a few weeks ago. Now, this authorization is not linked to COVID at all. The product is not um, indicated for the management of COVID-19. So while we do have this product uh, registered, i.e. The, the actual active ivermectin is now registered for human use, what this means is that ivermectin can therefore be utilized off-label. However, because the um, formulation that's been authorized is a topical formulation, mm. it means that if anyone brings into the country any other formulation, they will still need to go through the Section 21 process, which is this compassionate access use program. So this is what, in, in essence, is the current status. I just want to reiterate, um, ivermectin has not been authorized for the management of COVID-19.
0: Is there any ivermectin product whatsoever? Because you are saying here yeah, what you have authorized is a topical um a uh, cream, um, but is there any product at all uh, bearing the name Ivermectin, which what I'm, uh, I'm assuming is a, what a manufacturer's name, um, w- that has got approval?
1: No, not in this country. So yeah. what we have available though is, since we launched this compassionate access program in towards the end of January, we have subsequently authorized um, licensed manufacturers to import Ivermectin tablets, and they report to us. And again, because this is a Schedule 3 product, it should not be advertised, and again, it's not available over the counter. So the only way you can access the program is through your medical um, practitioner Mm. uh, issuing you with a prescription, and you can only get it on prescription for you as a specific individual. So the products that are available And those are, we've got about seven or so manufacturers that we've authorized and we know which products those are. Any other product that's outside of that is not authorized by our our regulations.
0: I gather there is still ongoing litigation around the matter. I Know the group of doctors uh, uh, and Every Forum are, uh, are still fighting the matter in court to try and get it cleared. Are there processes currently underway at the Health Professionals Regulatory Authority um, to 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 clear ivermectin? Yeah, I mean
1: that the legal proceedings are indeed um, you know in, in, in process, and I'm not going to speak too much about that. But mm-hmm. our position in terms of Whether ivermectin is effective for the management of COVID remains to be the same. Um, We don't have sufficient evidence that indicates that this product is effective for the the management of COVID-19. We've got a recent update from the European Medicine Agency that again also similarly states a similar view to ours. There's also a recent clinical study Mm. that was conducted in Colombia that shows that when uh, patients are given ivermectin and placebo, there's no statistical difference in terms of their clinical outcome. Mm. So we continue to you know, monitor emerging data, but it still is not convincing enough to enable us to then authorize this product for the management of COVID-19. Yes, there's a lot of anecdotal reports that we get and anecdotal data
0: but it has to be done through a properly designed clinical trial. So if it may not be, um, it's one thing if it's not, if it doesn't have uh, the efficacy that people speak of or that has been reported anecdotally, as you say, but uh, it's quite another then whether it, it can be um, harmful, whether the use thereof can be harmful, or is it one of those that you could uh, just allow and just if the, if there is indeed a placebo effect that work, let it be.
1: Um, unfortunately, we can't do that. We do need the scientific evidence, and I mean, you know, we fully agree. This is a generally safe product, right? When it's utilised for tropical diseases, that it has been for many years. Mm. The issue with COVID-19 is that we know that the doses that are currently being utilised for tropical diseases, and even the current ones, we, we they are probably insufficient to give us a good clinical outcome. So there hasn't been enough. Studies that have been done to find the optimal dose, and then there is therefore then a linkage between dose and then the side effects. So you need to look at both aspects. And so while it's a generally safe product, at the doses that would be required for COVID, we would still need to assess its safety. And so hence we've put in place this program to say, we understand. I mean, when we put up this program, it was during the second wave. So we then said. You know, if it is utilized, the liability, the responsibility resides with the medical practitioner. However, they need to report to us for every single case wherein they're utilizing this product. And now that we've got these six companies that we've authorized that have started to bring in the product, we can then be able to monitor that.
0: Duly noted. I hope that clarifies the matter. uh, But I do thank you for coming on. I appreciate your time. Thank
1: you for having me
0: that's the CEO of okay. the South African Health Professional uh, uh, the South African Health Products Regulatory Authority Dr. Witumele Makoko Magogohtlela here on Power Breakfast. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.